You're listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is Topazu. And happy 2018. That was really fast. Um, I'm back. Um... I've taken a short hiatus from the show, uh, but, you know, I'm still doing this. So, <laughs> uh, right now you're listening to David Last. This is a new one out on Jack Tone Records, and this is called 8899. These are tracks from 1988 to 1999 that he has created in his bedroom, in his bedroom studio, on his own. He never released any of these tracks until until now and uh it's absolutely superb and just a great testament of someone's i guess humble beginnings even though all of these tracks are absolutely spectacular productions so uh this is highly recommended the physical copy tape i believe is sold out um hopefully they will be repressing that soon uh but for now you can uh you can download it off of their Bandcamp, off of Jack Tone's Bandcamp. Again, really highly recommended. These are just fantastic tracks that he's released from his earlier years with the encouragement, of course, of Trushi, of uh, Chelsea Fade. So, um, that being said, uh, I have a very special guest with me today. He, uh, to me, kind of epitomizes uh, a, a bit of that bedroom DJ, sort of low-key, the guy that doesn't play a lot of shows, the guy that doesn't put himself out there uh, quite as much as maybe other producers do. Uh, but I have Atlas of Nothing here in the studio with me. Hello, my friend. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hey. Um, can you hear yourself, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. We're all on the same page, um, and everyone can hear you. Because does anyone know who you are? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good question. I, I I try not to let people know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> it, a man of mystery, I'd like to say. Um, so again, like when I think of the record that we're listening to right now, and this is David Lost, and this is really like him like from a teenager to his 20s to his 30s just making music um in his in his bedroom studio or in his studio um and uh and i'm friends with david and when i see him he's always in the studio he's always making music um from that from that perspective and producers i think people don't think about this but producers are usually like making music at home like in like solitude and and uh, on their own terms and often when i think of you because you don't have any releases out yet we will talk about that later um but when i think of you i think of someone who makes music kind of really in a pure sense for yourself i don't yeah. know if that's accurate yeah no i um you know music is something that has like almost literally always been a part of my life and uh something i've i've focused on to varying degrees in different parts of my life and the the, mm-hmm. the over the last year um i have you know kind of accumulated a body of work that i feel really good about and uh you know have, have 
compiled into uh, a record, which will be coming out in the spring on um, Perfect Location Records, a new a new SF-based uh, label. Yes, uh, that is uh, Experimental Housewives yes, project. Yes, she's behind it, um, doing really, really cool things. Um, we'll see that uh, later this, you know, sh- soon in the springtime. But, but yeah, as far as, you know, making music, it's it's been a... A pretty solitary uh, exploration uh, for myself, and I know I have a lot of um, you know friends and, and fellow musicians and producers who who work in that way, and it's um, uh, you know it's it's a di- it's a different from being in bands. It's different from mm-hmm. you know being in an orchestra. Um, not that it's better or worse. It's just kind of a different different approach to uh, to, to making sounds. Cool. And. Um... You know, we're you're making music kind of on your own, for yourself, on your own terms, alone. <laughs> you know, in in your own studio. And what kind of motivated you to start putting your your own music out, and and kind of putting yourself out there? Because you know, you're you're going from making whatever's in your head just because it needs to be put out just because you're in a um, you have a creative outlet that you want to utilize to sharing it with other people yeah well there's there's something that happens when uh when a when a for me when a piece gets shown to someone and it, it kind of goes from uh something that's yeah very private very uh internal uh, to something that's more external, and, and that um, that transition moment's really important. And it's been um, I've been really lucky to have uh, some close friends who are super supportive of just hearing things that are raw, or things that are in the works, or you know, even sometimes things that are I think are 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 pretty pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would love to be able to move like just broaden that circle of people that I can share this with and people mm-hmm. that I can communicate on that level with. And in the Bay Area, it seems like we have a pretty close-knit, really diverse um, community, essentially, of other musicians and other producers. Um, have they have they contributed to your own music? You know, because you are making music for yourself, um, and now you're, you're basically making music for other people you're putting yourself out there um how has the community of other producers contributed to your music and do you think that they influence you and your sound yeah in a in a pretty significant way i mean there are really direct uh instances such as david last who we're listening we're to listening now, to right now <laughs> um, who was a, a huge help on on my forthcoming record and with mixing and mastering um but, uh, you know, and then there are super, super talented people that we're lucky to have here in the Bay Area um, who uh, I can, you know, chat about techniques with and other artists that we're digging or, or you know, certain zeitgeists or whatever on that level. Um, and then just like going out and uh, a lot and uh, seeing the, the myriad ways that you can put sounds together and, and get people to have a reaction to it, whether it's, you know, DJing or playing mm-hmm. live or 
super experimental stuff, super beat driven uh, things. Um, yeah, it's 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 always a source of inspiration seeing uh, what's going on locally and and you know feeling it on big speakers. That's always the best way. Yeah, big only on big speakers. <laughs> <laughs> And monitors that actually work. This is in reference to last night, which was a spectacular show at Surface Tension. Uh, but, you know, learning, we're all learning all the time, but uh, there were some issues with the speakers, which uh, didn't definitely didn't kill the party. It was pretty awesome. But anyways, side note, last night, speaker problems. <laughs> um, and I normally don't ask this question because... It's usually kind of a silly, sort of typical question that you would ask a musician or ask a creative on some level, but um, I actually wanted to talk about your moniker. Uh, I feel like, in a sense, you know, we're born with the names that we have, so we don't choose those names. And for us who have creative outlets who do choose monikers and who do choose aliases or aliases for certain projects, etc. Um, we choose these names. Like I chose Topazu for a specific reason. Um, and you chose Atlas of Nothing. So what, what was the kind of, what is that? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the name just came to me i suppose it, there was uh, nothing that directly inspired it but yeah uh, I, i'm definitely someone who's very um uh who's always been on the quiet introverted uh spectrum of of personalities and i've i've begun to embrace that over the past uh, i don't know several years and just exploring in things like introspection and um quietness and mm -hmm. silence and kind of being in that and and just seeing the the vast expanse that can open up if you pay attention to uh uh the void um and and try and quiet your mind and um i just kind of like the concept of trying to build like map that space and mm -hmm. build an atlas out of all the <laughs> out of all the emptiness that uh uh that that is there if you just you know kind of quiet down and pay attention yeah uh, it's a far more uh, interesting, heady. Uh, not not to you know say that other other names like DJ Python or uh, I don't know DJ Food or something aren't meaningful names for them. But the, I thought Atlas of Nothing was like kind of an interesting, very conceptual sounding thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and uh, you have uh, a new release coming out pretty soon. On it, it, she described actually, um, Experimental Housewife described it as a pop up record label. It's only going to run for a year, she said. At least as far as yeah. she just started doing this, so she just put out a new record um, from Roche, which I believe is the first release, which is an ambient release, is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I definitely highly recommend that as yes. well. Um, but it's a, a pop-up label. So how did you get together about this uh, particular release? Yeah, uh, well, I met um, Experimental Housewife Evelyn through uh, the Run the Length parties, mm -hmm. um, which have been uh, pretty uh, pretty standard part of my uh, my week over the past <laughs> year or so. Yeah. Um, uh, 
uh, great parties for selectors and and deep diggers who want to who want to see some cool stuff on a Monday night. Um, but yeah, I know we we I feel like we are may you know may have even be been um, our relationship may have been buttressed in your backyard. Uh, oh at, my backyard at a, at a barbecue. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we hit it off pretty um, pretty quickly. She was mm-hmm. you know checked out some pretty rough stuff that I had and was super supportive and cool about um, what I was trying to do. And um, yeah, we decided to um, to put a to put a record out together. And I think and the way I understand it is there'll be you know roughly a release a month for mm-hmm. the next year. And then there's the possibility of a vinyl kind of retrospective of of tracks um, that were that are all digital releases. And uh, when is your release coming out? It'll be on the spring. In the spring. Yep. Mis- miscellaneous surprise. Yes. Surprise, surprise spring. spring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And is there like a certain because your name is pretty conceptual? So uh, is there a certain specific concept uh, with this record? Um, uh, or or idea behind it when you when you created it. The I think the the common thread uh, through a lot of the tracks is that um, I've I've tried to find you know really uh, you know create like really kind of long um, soundscapes of of you know noise and and feedback and tweaking um and just really kind of focus on music uh, moments in there that that sound really kind of magical or musical and um kind of ignore everything else that that i don't know that didn't contribute to some larger arc of a of a track Mm -hmm. so um on for the most part uh the 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 tracks on my on the record coming up are um largely not sequenced uh Hmm. except for the drums so Hmm. um they're they're pretty much uh, kind of the the focal point of most of the songs is uh is is some some stretch of of noise um Mm -hmm. that happened to sound particularly um good and was something that you could latch on to um so so yeah that's 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 kind of the common thread very cool yeah some sounds and nothingness some sounds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try and leave some some space, even though it is, you know, they're kind of heavy and noisy. Um, mm. I think there's there's like expanses to, to focus on in them. Yeah. Um. Well, I am going to have Atlas of Nothing take over for the next. It's a little bit over an hour and a half, um, and you're going to make a mix. <laughs> Uh, is there anything specific that you had in mind for today's DJ set? Uh, yeah, the DJ set's uh, it's going to be a, a rough recap of my 2017, uh, which was a very uh, uh, long year, it feels like. Um, mm. I did some live ambient work with a friend, Ainsley Wagner, at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. That was at Gray Area. At Gray Area. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll hear some of that. We'll definitely hear some selections from the record and then just a bunch of stuff that I've been, that I've listened to over the last year. Some friends, um, some people I completely don't know and would like to get to know <laughs> <laughs> that just make amazing music. And right. um, yeah, we'll go through a couple different uh 
couple different ebbs and flows, I think. Very cool. And you were also saying before the show you have an interest in... Uh, I think a lot of people don't don't know about a lot of Russian producers, but you, you got into, like pretty deep into Russian producers. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> I think all of the, uh, all of the talk... Uh, all the talk about you know Russia, what's going on with Russia politically, uh, drove me to get kind of interested in the in the region, um, in the geographical region, the country mm-hmm. uh, from a different from a different perspective, I guess something that's kind of outside of the headlines. Um, and so I, you know, I dug hard through you know digital spaces, SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, to find uh, artists who I thought were doing cool things, and and man, I found some amazing amazing music. Some of it is super lo-fi, uh, some of it is really polished. Um, but there's, I, I just, I, you know, I probably I pulled dozens of, of great tracks and and dozens of great artists from you know techno to house to electro and ambient and some you know some darker and more industrial sounds too so yeah it was it was really really fun i I got really really deep into it for a few months (laughs) (laughs) very cool well you're listening to infinite beat right now you're actually listening to david last hello sir we miss you and uh you're about to hear a mix from atlas of nothing in a few minutes thank you
Dios.
Super Collider. Listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is Topaz Zoo, and I am here with Atlas of Nothing. Hello. Hello, sir. Um, what were we just listening to right before this track? That was called Collider Super Collider by myself and um, a friend, Paul Ebenkamp, who has a project called Pro Club. Oh, it's a it's a collaboration. It's a collaboration. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And is that out on your uh, next release? Forthcoming EP. Yep. Your, forth, your forthcoming EP. <laughs> your forthcoming. It's not here yet. <laughs> it is not here yet. 
you are all, I'm sure, anticipating this release in the spring. In the spring. In the spring. Very cool. And um, I'm going to have Atlas of Nothing uh, continue playing after this. Do you have any last words before you play for the next 20, 20, 20, 20-ish minutes? 20 minutes? Um, put your seatbelts on. <laughs> put your seatbelts on. We can, we're going to take it into... Uh, it's dark out now, so it we're going to get a little, a little more spicy. Wear a sweater. We're going to try to keep you warm with some very spicy, spicy tracks. Um, <laughs> so you're listening to Infinite Beat. This is Topazu. I'm here with Atlas of Nothing. And we're just going to take you right into the night. It's Saturday night. Very spicy, spicy tracks by this young man right here sitting with me. It's one of my best friends. And, uh, yeah, and and uh, I hope you all have a beautiful, lovely spicy night (laughs) thank you